Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Who's Quitting and Why? Catchy phrases and headlines may make for great clickbait, but they're often lacking in nuance or context. Case in point, the Great Resignation. We've been discussing wages and employment around here forever. There's been a massive transformation going on in the labor markets, but it's easy to lose sight of what is occurring beneath the surface. Let's see if we can clarify this. Start with two charts. One showing the quits rate for all non-farm payroll workers, more or less since the great financial crisis ended in 2009. There's a clear trend. The quits rate has steadily marched higher for all workers, and it accelerated this year. But when we look at all workers, it's a little broad. I want to take this data apart a bit and analyze who's leaving their jobs and why. To do that, we need to look at another chart. This one is quits rate professional and business services. These are the various white-collar workers who managed to do pretty okay during the pandemic. Yeah, there's been a general bias upwards since the end of the GFC, but nothing like the overall quits rate. For the professional class, it's been more or less sideways for the past five or so years. That's instructive because it's telling us that the so-called great resignation, well, it's primarily taking place at the lower half of the employment wage scale. It's entry-level jobs or those just above them. We discussed the advantages of white-collar work recently in Embedded Technology. Quote, Circumstances allowed easy access to the full suite of work tools for professionals to easily work from home. This includes creatives, finance, legal, accounting, media. Those groups all have an enormous amount of flexibility to where and how they do their jobs. Hey, is it any surprise that hospitality, food service, healthcare, retail workers are fleeing those fields to try and get into the white-collar workforce? It's more than just money. It represents autonomy and a measure of control to feel less like a serf and more like a self-determined professional, unquote. If this trend continues, it would be a significant break from the power dynamics of the three decades prior to the great financial crisis. This has deep ramifications for the economy. Companies whose business model is reliant on cheap labor, well, they're running into problems. If your company pays minimum wage or just barely over, expect to have a hard time finding workers. Even worse, if your employees are also on SNAP and or aid to families with dependent children, well, expect higher turnover, lower morale, and a decreasing pool of applicants to select from. Part of this problem traces back to its source from the failure of the federal government to raise the minimum wage appreciably over time. The minimum wage has not kept up with inflation or productivity or corporate profits. This has been true for decades. Aggressive lobbying by those minimum wage companies is the reason why. Hence, these same firms now find themselves short-staffed, chasing the wealthy and better-run companies like Amazon, BJ's, and Starbucks for workers. Instead of gradually raising the minimum wage over time nationally, first to $10, then to $12, and then putting it on a path towards $15, what we have seen instead is pressure build slowly for years. Then during the pandemic lockdown, we experienced an 18-month period when low-wage workers reconsidered their careers. 
the dam broke, the results being both a spike in wages and a shortage of workers. In other words, you can blame the current labor mess in part on the firms that are suffering the most. They contributed to these circumstances. I expect a reckoning among many less efficient, poorly managed companies, those with poor business models, overly reliant on that no longer available cheap labor. These businesses will disappear. Some will blame the pandemic or mass mandates or wokeness or some other excuse. But the simple facts are that these are not robust or very profitable firms in the first place. The survivors, on the other hand, will have to be. The Great Resignation is a backwards-looking phrase. Lower-paid labor has upskilled. They've gotten certified or degreed. they found new fields to work in. What we have instead are millions of people launching new businesses, striving for the middle class, entrepreneurship, and self-determination. I wrote some time ago that the future of new business is disrupting old business. That's a better descriptor of what's going on now. It's not the great resignation. It's the great disruption. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Stop it!